Welcome to episode four of the Surrey Matters podcast, going behind the scenes, meeting the people bringing services to you, talking to residents about what matters to them and their communities, and letting you know what's going on in your county. Brought to you by the Surrey County Council communications team. Hi, I'm CJ and I'm joined by Danielle. Danielle and I went along to the Greener Travel Roadshow in Farnham this month, which was part of a Surrey community event for COP26. We talked to several organisations who are encouraging us all to think about the way we travel and reduce our carbon footprint in Surrey. And we found out about some of the things that Surrey Council are putting in place so we can ensure residents have more options available so that they can travel greener. There are some exciting projects underway and some great new apps that can help us all reconsider how we get from A to B. And everyone seemed very excited about the hydrogen bus, didn't they? First up, I caught up with Councillor Tim Oliver. He's the leader of Surrey County Council and he told us about the Greener Futures Agenda, which is helping Surrey get to being net zero. So uh, this is just a fantastic day here at Farnham. So this, this is our bit, uh, our contribution to sort of the COP26 conversations and debates that have been going on uh, this last week or so. Uh, there's, you know, there's electric bikes, there's hydrogen buses, lots of school children really, really engaged in, in you know, just the whole greener future. I mean, we've got a big challenge here, uh, you know, in this country, but also in Surrey, in, in actually getting to our net zero target. And, and as we know, transport is the biggest contributor to carbon emissions. So we've got to find ways of, of you know, whether it's electric buses or hydrogen buses and cars and so on, but also uh, just finding ways of encouraging people to use other forms of sustainable transport. So, you know, we are investing uh, a lot in, in active travel schemes, you know, getting people to, to cycle and to walk. And uh, and I think, you know, the, the, is the behavioural change is, is going to be hugely important. It's, it's, it's very easy for all of us to say, well, we'll leave that to somebody else, whether it's to the council or to other partners. But, but we, we all have got to change our behaviours. And, and even if it's just in a little way, that's a good starting point. So this is a great showcase here for, for some of that, some of that, those things that we're doing. You know, we've now got a clear strategy here. We've got a, we've got a delivery plan and we're absolutely going to get on with it. I also spoke to someone today um, who said that we're putting our money where our mouth is, so we're even looking at our own fleet and making sure that that's uh, carbon zero as well. No, 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 absolutely. I mean, the County Council has uh, said that it will be uh, net zero by 2030. So, as I say, 46% of, of, of carbon emissions are from transport. It's the same for the county. So, yeah, no, no, we're, we're, we're replacing our vehicles now with, with electrical, electrical vans and electric, electric, electric cars and so on. So, you know, and we need to push on with this. You know, it's now 2021. It's getting on into 2022. You know, eight years will go very, very quickly. Okay, and Tim, one thing, um, one thing that you think people should do to make a difference, because everyone's being asked to make a difference, what would be the one thing you, you think people should look at in terms of making a difference? Well, the one thing I've done is to change my car, yeah. my diesel car, to an electric car. I think the one thing that, that we could try and do, because uh, I think people are going to have to take this in stages and incrementally, so you know, maybe just one day, rather than get in your car and drive somewhere, you, you find another way of getting to wherever it is you need to be. So, you know, you can walk, you can cycle, get the train. Uh, but, but just, you know, just, take, just get used to that changing change of behaviour. Lovely. Thanks for your time, Tim. Hi there. I'm here with Richard Essex, Chair of the Surrey Climate Commission. Hi, Richard. Hello. 
How are you? I'm very well, thank you. So do you want to tell people a little bit about uh, what the Surrey Climate Commission is and who those people are involved in that group? Sure, yeah. We were a group formed in 2019 um, from an amalgamation of uh, organisations like Surrey University, Surrey Chambers of Commerce, um, Surrey County Council and, and, and various other public sector and private sector organisations. And the idea really was to, to come together to collaborate and help push the agenda for Surrey to get to net zero as soon as possible. Um, we appreciate that Surrey County Council are doing a lot but they can't do everything themselves so we felt that you know there needed to be collaboration from other organisations. And is this about those organisations making a change or sort of galvanising everybody in no, Surrey? No, well, the intention is to really galvanise um, the whole of Surrey really and uh, in order to do that we, ha we have commissioned Surrey University to set up a, a baseline study of where the carbon impact is. And so what's a baseline study? Baseline study really tells you where the carbon impact is in Surrey. Right. So, uh, and you know, from that we can start to identify the areas that we need to address. So, for example, the, the biggest uh, contributor to carbon emissions is what we call Scope 3. Which is largely scope three, which right, is largely okay. consumption based. Right. Okay. Um, Rather than maybe travel, which maybe people. Uh, well, travel is a big one as well, but yeah. consumption based is the largest, okay. and of course, that's an area that's very, very difficult to tackle, and it's not an area that um, is is easy to deal with. And Surrey County Council, you know, uh, will struggle a little bit with that. So. So what does consumption based mean? Well. What sort it's, of it's, are we about? it's basically what you eat, what right. you wear, yeah, uh, okay. what you consume, yeah. uh, and obviously the the, the the actual emissions are produced elsewhere. But it's by yeah, consuming by, it yeah. has a huge impact. Okay. So, you know that that we we certainly see that as as a big priority, right. and um, we've set out in our vision document to sort of look at areas. I think one of the areas that we have to work on is how to deliver it in the communities. Um, and we are starting to establish a good network of community groups and we are working with the County Council to see how we can deliver um, messaging and communication in a really effective way so that people can start to make changes. So um, that's a big one. People can start to think about you know, how they are travelling to places. So is there a way, for example, they can walk, get on a bike, use public transport, just start to think about their footprint uh, and, and think about perhaps when they're, they're buying things like food, can they buy things locally? Can they buy things that where the carbon footprint isn't so great? So yeah, just start to, in, to, to have to think about, you know, changes that you can make. And actually a lot of those changes you can do without an extra cost or without a lot of extra inconvenience. I had a chat with Marissa Heath, who's the Cabinet Member for Environment, and she told me more about the climate change plans in place for our county. Two weeks ago we launched our climate change delivery plan, which is really exciting because it's a, it's a very ambitious piece of work which sets out what we need to do to get to net zero. And we've gone really far because not only have we said as a county council with our own buildings and what we do will we get to net zero by 2030, we've also spoken about the county as a whole and said we want Surrey County to be net zero by 2050. 
So that plan that we launched two weeks ago sets out the roadmap as to how we're going to start doing that for the next five years. And after that five years, we'll then do another um, plan and you know, we'll keep going in that way. Um, so we've got real ambitions and we're looking to work with residents as well and communities to help them make changes. So really exciting work going on at Surrey County Council. Yeah, yeah, we've met a lot of people today actually that are, are talking about some stuff, the um, cycleways and things and how people can find out what their carbon footprint is and how they can make changes to their transport travel you know what they do yeah. yeah and the hydrogen bus have you been on the hydrogen bus the school children go on it earlier and they seem really excited by it actually yeah. and i was speaking to one resident who lives in farnham and he didn't know anything about it and he said oh is this one single bus that you're just planning to put here and we said no there's going to be lots of these buses and he went what in five ten years and we said no next year yeah. so. i also spoke to someone that was sort of, you know rather than just telling residents how they can change their journeys it was um looking at our own fleet as well in terms of making that um yeah. carbon zero yeah I know I know there's lots of work going on there where we can change to electric and hydrogen obviously we're going to do that but we're also looking at biofuels um, for vehicles that perhaps aren't as old because obviously it's not sustainable just to get rid of other vehicles as well get any travel has um, an emission factor to it even an electric vehicle because of the tires on the road that burns an element of carbon so what we want to do is find ways to bring neighborhoods closer to people to bring resources and services into the local areas to help our staff work from home and not to need to travel so much basically. One kind of change that residents could make if they were going to make any change um, to kind of help tackle climate change what would you kind of advise or suggest to residents? So I think the easiest change and we have to bear in mind um, we have a massive variation of residents across this county um, we have vulnerable res residents we have low-income residents we have high-income residents so um, the variation is huge so I would choose probably a couple of areas where I think you can do those changes without needing to spend too much money and I'd say to residents one is can you um, find different ways to travel? Can you car share? Can you use public transport? Can you work from home? And the other thing I'd say is look at your dietary choices because I think that's quite a, a simple thing to do as well. Where can you make changes? Can you start challenging your supermarket to tell you what the carbon emissions are to different foods and things and um, working to figure out what you can do to cut your carbon emissions when you make those choices in the supermarket? When I was speaking to Richard Essex from the chair of uh, Surrey Climate Commission, he was saying they're also looking at um, consumption figures, which is not just about food, but about clothes we wear and sure. all that, and just questioning, you know, where where was it made and yeah. was it made locally or has it been made, you know, where it's been had to sort of have a logistics team around it, mm -hmm. bring it to you. Yeah, I think that's exactly um, the case. You know, there's so many different forums and portals and websites and things now where you can access. Um, second-hand clothes, um, pre-loved clothes, all of those sorts of things. Personally, myself, I buy all my clothes um, second-hand and I actually find that, you know, if you buy quality items, they last longer, so I'd say buy less, buy better. That's great. Thanks, Marissa. So if you'd like to know more about how we're tackling climate change in Surrey together, you can go to the Surrey County Council website and search climate change. So who's next, CJ? Hi, uh, Roger Williams. Uh, Hello, Roger. I work for Surrey. Yep. County Council and my role is uh, Active Travel Programme Manager. Okay, and what does Active Travel Programme Manager mean? Uh, really exciting actually, it's all about uh, delivering infrastructure for walking and cycling. So it's part of the broader agenda of uh, options. So so public transport yeah. or uh, a, a, a lift with somebody. Yeah. Um, we would even um, donate them a bike for right. a period of time, second hand yeah. bike. We're yeah. working with um, a charity in Guildford 
called Bike Project, yeah. uh, and they work with young people uh, improving their bike um, mechanic skills. And then we will give people a bike for a period of time to see if they want to uh, get into cycling. Okay, and where would they find this personal travel plan? How do you go about finding out your own personal We will plan? be publicising that very shortly. We'll yeah. be launching that big campaign to um, launch personal travel plans uh, across the county. And what would you do? Sort of put, put your, this is where I want to go. This is me. To someone or is it on a... No, it's all online. Okay, uh, you yeah. can put, I, This is where I am, this is where I want to yeah. go. Uh, and it will give you lots of options oh, in terms of how to travel, how yeah. long it will take you, how much it's going to cost. Yeah. Um, just really giving people the opportunity to understand what the alternative to a car is. Okay. So I guess you're, um, we're asking a lot of people today, what would be the one thing that people could do differently to make a difference? I guess that would be one thing. Absolutely, yeah. without yeah, a doubt. Be your, think about that. Yeah. You know, if you think about 70% of all journeys are less than two miles, Yeah. perfectly walkable, um, possibly cyclable if you have a bike. Yeah. Um, and I think it is about really just thinking of, I, you know, it's about what motivates people to make a change and it's different for everybody. But what we're trying to do is encourage people to think about those journeys and just the small start. So maybe it's a day a week, yeah. maybe it's a weekend thing that might move into commuting one day a week or go yeah. walking to school one day a week. I think um, a, a colleague of mine actually was saying yesterday that she was assuming that a lot of the small journeys were just dropping off kids at school, but actually a lot of the small journeys were about going shopping. There's lots so, of different you know, yeah. reasons, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I can see that it takes more organisation, particularly if you're trying to get kids out the door for yeah. school. That That's challenging. Yeah. No, but actually there's something about how you motivate people. There's a, there's a piece that we're look, looking to do as well, a company called Better Points. Better Points. Better Points. Yeah. And what they do is you, you download the app and you register, your, your, you register yourself and then you log your journeys. Yeah. And the more you walk or cycle, the more rewards you earn. Now it might be a cup of coffee or a cinema ticket or it might just be how, having a competition with, with a friend or a family or yeah. somebody else about yeah. how, who can do the most steps. Okay. So it's kind of gamification, uh, active travel. Right. So um, you get different points if you walk or cycle or, or car share or go on public transport. Yeah. Uh, and that's something we'll be launching very shortly. So it is about that's something that might motivate yeah. people and to that, do I something different. I think it's equipping people with the knowledge, isn't it? Absolutely they, they right. Do, they just don't know where to Absolutely start. Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. And as I say, people are motivated about you know, the environment, the planet, yeah. carbon agenda, want to get fitter, yeah. burn calories. Yeah all sorts of reasons why people choose to perhaps travel differently. Brilliant. Okay, well thank you for your time. So I'm now on a hydrogen bus, is that right? That's uh, correct. With Patrick Warner. And where are you from, Patrick? Uh, so I'm Patrick Warner. I'm Head of Innovation Strategy for Brighton and Hove Buses and Metrobus. Okay, and, and what is this bus that we're sat on? What's so special about this bus? So this is a fully zero emission hydrogen fuel cell electric bus. Um, it looks, apart from the equipment on the roof, uh, very much like a normal single-decker bus. Um, but the beauty of this is there's no engine, no gearbox, none of that stuff that generates emissions or heat in the back of the bus. Um, but hydrogen fuel cell drive line, which enables us to do everything we do today, up to 370 miles in some cases, um, in any 24-hour period uh, with no emissions at all. 
And are these buses on the road at the moment? No, our first ones arrive in June next year. Right, and where will they be? So the first 20 buses will be operating on our Fastway Bus Rapid Transit system, which operates what between... What does that mean? Fastway Rapid? <laughs> so Bus Rapid Transit is um, a, a system of bypassing traffic jams with right. um, either bus lanes or yeah, guided okay. busway sections. Yeah, okay. um, and that's routes 10 and 20, which operate between Crawley, uh, Manor Royal, uh, the Business Park, Gatwick Airport and uh, Hawley. Okay, and is the plan to have these in Surrey or are we just are we, yes, are we doing there are. a test first and then no, rolling the, it out? So the first 20 go on that really busy intensive route um, yep. and then the next 34 we're currently putting the finishing touches to a bid with Surrey County Council okay. um, to operate them on the services that we provide into further into Surrey, so up on the, the Gatwick to Redhill Rygate Sutton Corridor. So the hydrogen which I think you said was on the roof, <coughs> That's I heard correct. you say earlier, yeah. How, where do you get the hydrogen from? So the hydrogen we hope will be produced in the southeast, um, but right. we're currently in negotiations with three suppliers um, and, and we'll be looking to conclude those in the next few weeks. And how often do you have to replace the hydrogen? So the, yeah, the hydrogen refuels in the same time it takes to fill a tank of diesel, um, right. so once a day, just right. like our normal okay. diesel buses. And do you have to? Do, do people have to have a special driving license? Do the bus drivers have to have a different no, driving um, license? We'll there? do type training with them, which yeah. is what we do when we deliver any new bus into service. Yeah. Um, but the controls are very similar, um, apart from the fact there's no gearbox or, or engine. So it's just a case of understanding what the characteristics are right. Right, like, rather than learning a new type of vehicle. Okay. Where has this been trialled somewhere else? Is this? Is this yeah. So um, the first um, buses were in London a few years ago. Right. Um, that trial finished now a couple of years ago. Um, but there are new hydrogen buses uh, in service in both London and Aberdeen right. due to go into service in Birmingham soon as well oh, okay. and, and our own uh, here at Crawley next year. Brilliant, okay. And uh, the, the listeners can't see this but it does look like a normal bus really apart from the, <laughs> apart from the roof. But. Our engineers love the fact it looks normal and, yeah. and won't, it's actually 80% the same as the diesel buses we yeah. buy today. So I think you probably um, would never so know, would you? We're going to have to decorate it to, yeah. uh, to show the powerful message that, yeah. that comes with the uh, low carbon footprint. Cool. Okay, well thanks for your time, Patrick. No problem at all. I had a chat with some children from Polycarp's Primary School and found out more about their eco-committee and how they're helping to tackle climate change at school. Our eco-committee helps us to find ways to protect the environment in the school and the local area. Our eco and one world committee is pledged to set a good example to others in our school. One of the things we do is promoting travelling in an eco-friendly way. We encourage children to ride their bikes and scooters to school and provide a safe place for them. We do our daily run every day to keep super fit and healthy uh, so it's easier for us to walk to school every day. And do you think that helps us kind of tackle climate change by walking to school instead of driving? Yes, because we don't pollute the world. And at St Polycarps we do active travel and challenges where we try to tra- travel in an active way to school and we win points for our class. Oh good, what, what type of challenges do you do? So if we travel in, at, in an active way to school um, they get added up as a class um, and the class with the most points wins and they get a prize like extra break. How do you think people can kind of help tackle climate change? by walking to places, scooting, um, riding a bike, um, using electric cars, uh, hydrogen buses. Like yeah, that. and you went on the hydrogen bus, did you, today? Yes. 
What was that like? It was very comfortable. <laughs> I noticed that instead of the heaters being at the back, it was on the ceiling going down the whole bus, which is different because usually only you know, the back is the warmest, so I usually sit at the back. Um, but this time the heaters were on the ceiling. Yeah. And what other kind of stalls have you seen today at the the travel event? Um, well, I've seen the scale electrics. Um, Thing where you have to go on a bike that's stuck in place to actually power the scale electric. So St Pupils there setting a great example to our younger generation by encouraging active travel to and from school. It's so nice to hear how our young residents are empowering other young people to take action on climate change. I told you they were all excited about the hydrogen bus. So for more information on all these initiatives that we caught up about and to find out what we're doing about climate change and how you can get involved, you can visit the Surrey County Council Climate Change website. You can even calculate your current carbon footprint. Thanks for listening to episode four of the Surrey Matters podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with us with a question or an idea for what you'd like to hear about in future episodes, you can email us at surreymatters at surreycc.gov.uk. You can also subscribe to the show on your podcast player of choice and sign up to our e-newsletter, which goes out every month at surreycc.gov.uk slash surreymatters. This show was hosted by myself, Catherine Jevons, alongside Danielle Murray. The music and production was by Richard Neal, and Surrey Matters is a production of the Surrey County Council Communications and Engagement Team.